So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day, Knox Rocks Realtor, five stars. I have listened to this podcast religiously for two years now. The interview with Brandon Nelson was by far the best one yet. Fourth time listening and counting. He was honest, relatable, with no trace of an ego, building a business to build a life not to fill your shelf with useless awards. And if you didn't hear Brandon Nelson's interview, it was uh, episode 452. Thank you, Knox Rocks Realtor. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation. Wow, we have a great returning guest today. I got Mr. Andrew Faliato on the line coming from Canada, and he's got his company, Just Sell Homes, and that's what we're going to talk about today is just selling homes. A lot of cool things coming down the line. And Andrew just got back from Inman, and he's got all the new and exciting technical ideas that are going on there and that are coming down the pike, one of which is Facebook Messenger. And a lot of people aren't really focusing on this, and they really need to because uh, Facebook intends, I believe, to take over our email with Messenger. I already know I have a 20-year-old and a 22-year-old, and it takes them about two weeks for me to get a response via email. But if I Facebook Messenger them or send them a Snapchat, I can get a response within seconds. So that tells me that we need to be paying attention to Facebook Messenger, and we're going to dig deep into that among many other things. So uh, why don't you just tell everybody, I mean, you were on probably 200 shows ago, but why don't you give a little rundown on yourself so people can get to know you better? I'm a former agent, so I sold for a couple of years in the suburbs of Toronto, and then one of the big brands recruited me to train their agents, so I ended up traveling North America training agents how to build their business online, and then every time I did that, people just kept being, can we just hire you to do this for us? And you only hear that so many times, so you realize there's a pretty good business there. So I started a digital marketing agency that specializes in real estate agents. So we right now handle the online advertising for about 80 agents, and we're just about to close a deal that's going to push that over 100. So should be very, by the end of the month, we'll handle the advertising accounts for about 100 agents across North America. That's awesome. Okay, so uh, let's talk about some things that are going on. I, you know, obviously... I don't want to beat a dead horse with regards to Facebook ads and telling people that, you know, their money nowadays needs to be going towards that rather than traditional other forms of media and even rather than SEO on uh, search engine optimization on Google and stuff. But 
obviously you believe that it does and many people believe that it does. So rather than try to convince uh, non-believers, let's just go into some specifics, some meat and potatoes on what exactly we can do to make money, what some agents out there are effectively doing to make money exactly in their markets. The first thing I want to talk about is, you know, I know in a lot of areas of the country, it's a seller's market. Listings are selling before they're coming on the market and agents are able to double dip and and get two commissions instead of one uh, through Facebook and some of these agents are doing it. You've seen it. Uh, Let's talk about that specifically. So let's say I have a listing that I know is going to come on in about two months, right? And they're like, hey, you know, we're not quite ready, but when the official paperwork for the job transfer comes through, we're going to go ahead and pull the trigger. Uh, What would the recommendation be if that agent wants to make two commissions? Uh, So first I'd get an exclusive listing signed, so not the MLS version. So just make sure that it's something signed so you can start advertising it. Because I know at least where we are on our boards, if you start advertising it coming soon, you don't have it signed as an exclusive listing. If someone figures out what house it is, they can actually go bring an offer and cut you out of the deal. (laughs) So make sure you get an exclusive signed. Yeah. Yeah. So get something signed for that kind of exclusive period there. Exclusive. It's not exclusive right to sell. Uh, I forget what it's called. It doesn't matter. It's, it's different from every board. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, exactly. you just, it's like a commercial real estate listing. You're just getting yeah. permission. You're getting permission not to put it in MLS, but to yeah. be able to advertise it. Exactly. It's going to be different everywhere exactly yeah, how yeah, that yeah. looks, but it's, it's fine. So what we do is we'll actually run an ad and there's different types of ads we do. Like messenger ads work really great for it. Lead ads work great for it. But what we'll do is we'll basically run out, take a picture of the outside of the house. Uh, We normally don't include the address into it. We'll just say, you know, this home in this part of town. Here's like some basic features about, you know, four bedrooms, 3,000 square feet sort of thing. And then we'll just say, we're currently getting this ready, this home ready for sale. And if you want to get updates as they become available, get photos once our photographer's done, sign up below. And we just get a ton of people who just essentially are subscribing for updates on the property for when it's coming. And then you just grow a list. Kind of like how when a builder launches a new area, they're like, sign up for early access. We do, we're doing it that way. They're signing up. You're getting the updates. As soon as everything's released, they'll get it by signing up on the site. People um, love to get inside deals. They love to be at a cocktail party and tell someone they bought a house that wasn't on the market. They could have completely, they could have overpaid by a hundred thousand dollars and it wouldn't matter. They still feel like they're getting a deal because it wasn't on the market and then, and they got it before it hit the market and, and you know, they're special because they knew about it. Yeah. So, so there's a definitely an attraction here, right? Yeah. And one thing, I, one mistake I find that people make with coming soon ads is they just write like coming soon to MLS but a lot of like the public, they have an idea of what MLS is, but they're not truly always sure what it is. So I'd say like going to be you know on the market for sale soon. So just change the language a bit from what the agents are using to be more explicit to what it is for the actual public. On the market for sale soon. Yeah. Coming soon is almost a cliche. I wonder if it's yeah. too widely used. I wonder if you should... Say, you know, I like how you said it before, like you used a lot of words. It's a, Instead of saying like just, you know, a small amount of words, if you used a lot of words and just be like, 
tell, told a story like you did. Oh, well, we're, we're painting the walls or, you know, we're waiting for the job transfer. So it's like, it's not, it's not a hundred percent there. It's like 80% there. So it leaves this tension in there, right? Like it might be coming on the market. Yeah. And it gives them a reason to know that like it's, there's a reason it's not on the market today. So if you sign up now, it's coming, but we need a bit of time. And then a lot of people, because like sometimes you get messages that way being like, hey, I don't care if the home's not ready. I want to see it today. Yeah, it's almost like they, they want that. They're like, well, wait, 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 wait. I, I might want to paint it my own colors. You know, like choosing colors. Choosing colors currently, uh, meeting with painter next Thursday. And then it makes them say, hey, wait, 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 wait. Is there any way I can get in before you do that? Yeah, exactly. And that is a huge way to generate a lot of leads, um, especially what's cool with the Facebook Messenger ones. Like, so you can run ads. I don't know how many people know about it, where if you're running like an ad for traffic to your website, when you go to put in a URL for where to send them to, you can actually, there's an option underneath to send them to Messenger. So when they click on the ad, it just opens up a chat between you and the person on their Facebook. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been eBooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. And yeah, so I want to talk about that because, you know, I, I messenger, like I said before, is 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 going to be huge. Uh, people don't realize it yet. So how do I get? Take me like a third grader can understand first of all through this whole process of let's say I got this listing and they're not coming on the market for thirty days. Take me to the whole ad process, what I should do, how I should do it, and then take it to where it goes in the messenger where. It's essentially allowing me to email back and forth with these people in Messenger, which is being usually checked and they're usually getting a notification on the phone when I'm sending them a messenger. So, you know, so it's a really strong communication tool with this buyer. Yeah. So what I tell my clients, as soon as they sign the listing agreement, like they're in the house, they have the deal. Okay. We're going to come, whether it's a week or a month or two months from now, as soon as you leave the house, take a picture of the front just so that you have something we can use for the ad. Then when they come, they send us the picture. What we'll go first is we'll take that picture, we'll put it into something like Canva, just up the contrast on it a bit so it stands out, looks a little bit nicer so that when people are scrolling through Facebook and they see the photo, it stands out a little bit more than just your average. What is Facebook Canva? Uh, Canva is just like a, basically a DIY graphic design site that makes it easy for anyone. Like I'm not in any way a graphic designer, 
but I can make some pretty nice looking things, make some edits to photos just using that. Like I have professional designers too, but for quick things like upping the contrast on a photo, which we do for the majority of our ads, uh, we'll go onto Canva quickly and just slowly just grab a slider that says contrast and move it up from a scale of zero to a hundred. So we normally change any photo of a house, 20 to 30% contrast just to make it pop a little bit more in the newsfeed. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. So then we put that photo and then, so depending on where you are, it can change the, the wording a bit. So like I was mentioning in Canada, we don't have Zillow. We don't have anything like that. Like the only website portal online for us is called realtor.ca. Every house goes to realtor.ca and that's like the one place that people look consistently. So what we'll say in our ad is coming soon to realtor.ca slash MLS, just because our regulations here say you have to add in the words MLS, but we want to say to realtor.ca because people up here know exactly what that means. So depending on your area where people look the most, you can change that wording slightly, but I don't like to just say coming soon to MLS. Yeah, you could just say coming soon to market, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something that's more clearly like this house is coming for sale soon. I find also the words adding in coming soon for sale is a big one because a lot of agents just say coming soon just because they assume everyone knows what that means, but it's like saying listing versus home for sale. It almost is like coming soon or for sale once relocation paperwork is signed, for sale yeah. once carpet is installed you know this one you know the more i think give them some detail to give it some some authenticity that that makes it believable you know so we've even had some where it's just as simple as on a monday i'll run an ad saying the photographer's coming friday they're going to be doing the photography the virtual tour and a video that's going to be available mid next week and then we're going to go live on the market uh, I don't think you want to say something like, do you want to say, if you want to see this early, call me now. You know, I think you almost want to I leave that play out. hard to get, you know? Yeah. So we leave, the, we never say like, come see it early. The closest we'll come to that is be the first in the door when it hits the market. So if it's going to go live on Tuesday, we can say, we can make sure you're one of the first ones in on Tuesday. If people want to bring up coming in early, that's when we our clients generally entertain it, but we normally don't work for it. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And then if someone say, like brings up coming in early, that's a much more serious lead for you. So it's a good way to kind of ferret out the, you know, the not so serious versus the serious ones pretty quickly, but it's a great, especially with messenger because it opens up that conversation with them right away. So as soon as they click on your ad, you have an open conversation line and you will just full disclosure, get a few people who not realize it opens up a chat who click on it right away. And then you'll get a few people who are just like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't realize it opened up a chat. But you can say at least, very least, like you now have an open line of communication with those people as well. Because if they clicked on it, there's still some degree of interest. You know who they are still. Yeah. And it, you can click right through to their profile so you can learn about them really quickly. And then you uh, could send them a message. Yeah, exactly. So you can send them as many messages as you want. I mean, you don't want to harass them. but Yeah, right. But it's better know. if they click right through to Messenger... And then next thing you know, there, there really is no quote unquote form, right? It says, click, you know, yeah. fill out this form or whatever to get updated pictures or whatever it is. Fill out this form. I mean, you could even gamify it, right? What if you say, uh, help us choose the, the carpet for this house. Help us choose the paint for this house. And, and then it clicks right through to Messenger and it's really not a, like a game or whatever. It's just a, a message and they go, you know, hey... I'm here to help choose the paint. And you go, oh, yeah. we're thinking about blue, gray, or white. What, what do you think works best? I mean, I don't yeah. know. How, how can you do that? 
So one of the things you can actually do with messenger ads is you can almost set an autoresponder inside of the messenger. So when they click through, it automatically sends a message from you. There you go. We're thinking about blue, yeah. white, or gray. What do you like best? Yeah. And what we'll often put there as well is add in and leave your email below if you want to be notified immediately when this home's ready. Because we still want to get their contact information as well, even though we have that direct line of contact. Because once you have their email, you can add them into retargeting. You can do a lot of other different things like that. And then some people feel it's more like official way to register if you have their email address. We still will normally message them exclusively through Messenger. But it's just a way to start kind of getting them to give something to get something. Have you ever tried putting a house on Facebook, a photo of a house on Facebook and say, this house is coming on the market right now. We're getting rid of some clutter, boxing it up, da 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 Where do you think I should price it? Uh, I haven't tried that. Um, normally, we just say, like, people ask all the time about the pricing coming soon, and we say we haven't set a price yet. Or you could do a survey, yeah. right? You could do a survey. Because yeah. I think people like those, you know, stupid surveys, like find your find your stripper name and find yeah. your what you disney know. princess are you <laughs> yeah right what disney princess are you so so what if you did uh here's a survey pick the price of this home and you and even if you just had four prices 499 485 575 and 650 like you know what i mean like and then somewhere around 499 and just you just had them do it then you would know everybody who filled that out I, I don't know. It's just, it seems like a, uh, people like that on Facebook. But It'd be interesting to try to uh, guess the price. So like put a bunch of information out there. And because people love thinking that they're real estate experts because they watch HGTV. Right. So, and even if you offer a little bit of money, like say like a $25 gift card to Starbucks or something, be like, guess the price that this is coming to market at. Closest one gets it. And then you just get a lot of people commenting and they're going to look at it. And the more they comment, the more they do it, you get way more people commenting, way more exposure for the actual coming soon as well. Yeah. But I really like the idea of getting them in Messenger because I think it's just, yeah. it's almost like a text and then you could kind of text back and forth with them. Hey, do you know, do you want to get in or, or getting them in? And I, I just think it will work good. And is that all self-explain? Is that all pretty much easy to do? You know, setting up those ads, that sort of thing. Is there anything we need to do sp- specifically or will facebook just walk us through let's say someone's listening and they're like damn i got a house that's not coming on for 30 days let me try let me let me throw 200 bucks at this and see what happens yeah so the first thing you have to make sure is you don't hit boost post so like when you're on your page you see a post you hit boost you can't do it through there boost post is only if you're going to do a post for engagement and it's really just to go to a smaller group you don't have much flexibility don't boost okay yeah So you go into ads manager, which is really where you should be building all your ads, no matter what. So go into ads manager and when it's asking you what your goal is for the ad, so they'll offer you like traffic, conversion, lead generation, video views, engagement, all those, you're going to pick traffic and then you build your ad, you add the targeting in like usual. And right before you get to building the creative for the ad, so adding the photo and the text that goes on the actual ad itself, it's going to ask you, where do you want to send this ad? And it has an open link for a URL. And then just under that box, there's a little button. If you click on it, it says send a messenger. And you just click on that box. And now that just eliminates them leaving Facebook to a URL, just pops up messenger. And then it'll also give you a little box there where you can type in an auto reply. And if you want to get really technical, and this is a lot more work and the average agent's probably not worth it, you could actually even <laughs> upload like a technical thing where it's like a chat bot 
where now you can actually have like a full on back and forth conversation with a chatbot before you get into it. Personally, I find that that's more meant for people who are getting like 5,000 replies yeah, to sure, an ad. Sure, sure. Whereas if you're getting 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, you can handle that a little bit more manually with a bit more personal touch. So I don't think for most agents, they need a full on chatbot in the Facebook Messenger to get the results that they want. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been eBooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Are there any agents out there that you know of or have heard of, you know, through Inman or through, you know, your business or whatever that are that are now spending tens of thousands of dollars every month on Facebook advertising? Not up to 10,000. We have some who spend in that 3 to 5,000 range. And what's happening like what most of them do is like they'll hire a company like mine or some of our competitors of talk to agents like that as well where they're maybe spending 10,000 a month on newspaper and nothing online on Facebook. Like I had one recently that we ran some ads for and I started off being like, okay, how much do you spend on newspaper every month? And I think they're at 12,000 a month on newspaper ads and they were at zero on Facebook. And they'd also, or they were like 20 bucks here on Facebook. Maybe the next month they don't spend anything, the next month 50. So basically nothing, but they've never gotten a lead off Facebook ever. So we're just like, well, give us a month. Let's test out a few things. I haven't spent any money on it. That's like saying I'm yeah. going to lead off the, the newspaper yeah. without spending Yeah, money. They were doing organic posting every day and all that stuff. Right. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, basically, they didn't have like a concrete I, strategy. I, I, bet they would, I bet they would quadruple their ads by taking that 12000 yeah. The problem is that $12,000 a month they're spending on face on a newspaper ad is an egotistical crutch. Yeah that they love seeing themselves. And then they're, they're afraid that these people that are 75, 85 years old are going to be like, oh, are you still in the business? I don't see you in the Baltimore sun anymore. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So they can't pull that plug because of that false belief, right? But if they took yeah. that, well, what would happen if they took that 12,000 and spent it on Facebook? You would have more leads than you could ever handle. Like 12,000 on Facebook, you give me 2,000 on Facebook and I'll get you more leads than you've ever gotten off of a $10,000, $12,000 spend at a newspaper and it's not even close. Like I put that up, like you give me 10% of the budget you're spending on a newspaper and I'll get you more leads than you got on the newspaper. It's not, like Facebook's great for lead gen. And even if it is like the ego side of it, you can kind of massage the ego more on Facebook because you can do a video with your face and your video playing in everybody's phone. Like instead of just newspaper on the desk, they're going right. to put in the recycling. 
your face could be on their phone every time they log into Facebook. <laughs> like, even from the ego side, it makes more sense to be on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, I just don't think they understand the, how it works, you know? Yeah, the attention that people have on their phone. Like, I think I was actually at Inman, they had guys from Facebook there, uh, Facebook and Instagram who were really? doing presentations. Yeah, because it's not that far from their office. You know, it's 40 minutes from the Facebook office where the conference was. So they had a couple people come in and then right now they're saying between Facebook and Instagram, 20% of all people's time on their phone is spent on either Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, I believe it. Like people I, spend you know, all day. There's only, there's only so many things you go to or some people can handle more than others, Yeah. but I'll go, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat news, you know, in that order, something like that, you know, I'm in text group me, whatever, you know what I mean? I mean, you get right. You get, if you block it out, it just makes sense. You don't pick up the Boston Herald 10 times a day and look at the Sunday section. Yeah. You pick it up once, right? On Sunday. And half the time that's the to morning. put it in the recycling. <laughs> right. And then by noon, it's in the recycling. Yeah. And then that Boston Herald is never out there again where that Facebook you're picking up, God only knows how many times a day, right? Yeah. And that's just one day and then the next day and the next day and the next day. And you can't communicate back and forth like a text like you can in Messenger with the Boston Herald. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. talk to you. It's not alive. Yeah, it's amazing. Like you can get feedback. Like imagine you spend 10000 on a newspaper ad. You're essentially, like even if that's over the course of a month, you're essentially putting it out there and you're not sure if it's going to work or not. With Facebook, you spend 10000 a month on Facebook ads. You know in a day if that ad that you're running is working or not. Yeah. And if it doesn't work on the first day, you can change the next day and then change the next day until it's working. And by the end of the month, with that kind of ad spend, you will 100% know and get a ton of leads if you keep changing until that ad spend works. Right. And, and with the newspaper, you actually never know whether it's really yeah. what actually works or not. The only thing you know exactly. is some people call on certain houses, but that's just because of the house. It happens to be priced right. You know, yeah. or it's in a good price range. It has nothing to do with you. I mean, I'm running some ads now for Rebus University for a free webinar we're giving. And we're interchanging like five or six different photos of me. And up to the point, I'm like, hey, you know, I don't really care. It could be, I, in my eyes, it could be the worst photo someone took of me. I'm like, if it's getting more people to buy, the, to come on our webinar or, or be educated by Rebus University, then just use it. But it keeps getting moved out and there's such a attention paid to, you know, what is working, how many people are clicking on it, how many people are signing up. It's unbelievable. And traditional ads, you just have zip none of that. Exactly. And even when you talk to newspapers, like they just, the only number they ever give you is impressions. Like we're going to, it's going to be seen by this number of people. And then a lot of them now are trying to sell Facebook ads as part of like a newspaper thing. They're like, we'll get you 10,000 impressions on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. But what else? Like impressions are nothing. You can get impressions are the easiest thing to do in the world online. Like, right. What results are you getting? Like how many leads are you getting me? What's my cost per lead? What's my cost per video view? All that, like that type of stuff is what you want to know. And you can find out really easily online. So like even with my, like a newspaper, like I've had a few clients who still want help with newspaper ads, but we'll, put something in that's a little bit more digital so we can help track like text this number to this number or text house for sale to you know one two three four five to get more information about this property for the you know the up-to-date price 
at least then we can see what's coming from that newspaper ad, but leveraging the digital. But it's still all about like, again, 10 to one, Facebook will outperform any newspaper easily, if not more than that. It's crazy. It's crazy how people don't realize this. So, it, uh, yeah. But it is what it is. So, hey, I wanted to ask you this, and this is not in Facebook land, uh, but it's something that's curious based on a couple of conversations I've had recently about online reviews. It seems like America, I should say United States, right? The United States right now is consumed with online reviews. There's, you know, we have Yelp, we have Zillow, we have Trulia, we have uh, Realtor.com, we have Google reviews, we have Facebook reviews. There's all kinds of competitors where people can post reviews about real estate agents. And there's all kinds of money going into these reviews. And these agents are getting reviews to the tune of, say, 500 or hundreds of hundreds of reviews. I've had people on the show with a thousand, you know, between 500 and a thousand reviews, which can't possibly mean anything beyond like the first 10, right? No one's going to yeah. read a thousand, no one's going to give a crap about the 812th review versus the 811th review. It's this obsession almost. And the funny thing is in Canada, right? It seems like they don't give a crap about reviews. And I'm just wondering is, is the whole review economy in the United States overinflated? Is there an overinflation of this and and is it not really that important how come the canadians haven't really grasped this so i think part of it is it gets still there's some importance to it but because so many people are relying on it in the u.s and that's because of something like zillow where they rate it but in canada we don't have zillow we don't have trulia we have one website called realtor.ca but that's owned by the agent there's no reviews on it and that's where you know 90% of the public goes to look for homes. So they don't ever, they're not used to seeing reviews of agents online at all. Um, so, so, so is it a suppression? Because some, someone might say, well, the agents own it. So then the agents are afraid that people are going to post bad reviews of them. So they suppress yeah. it, which happened in the United States of America for a long time. Yeah, we voted it down to add reviews to the site. Yeah, that happened. Well, that happened yeah. here. That happened here for, for a while, but then it couldn't hold it back. So do you think it's a yeah. suppression and not a conscious, we don't need reviews? So a lot of people are like, gathering reviews to a degree, and they, they're definitely suppressing it on like the public sites. And that's just because a lot of agents are scared of online reviews because they've heard of trolls and you know what if someone posts that's never worked with me and all that stuff, which is always a risk. But that's one of the benefits of having 800 reviews. If people leave a few bad ones, who cares? But it's just not a big thing. Like, people search them a bit like Yelp. People don't use for real estate really in Canada. You know, they you might use, use it for restaurants. Yeah, that's basically what Yelp is for. So you use Yelp for that, TripAdvisor for hotels, Facebook and like Facebook reviews don't really carry a ton of weight here. And even I don't know how much they carry a weight in the States to be honest either because people don't click through and go to someone's page that often anymore. Unless it shows up in the newsfeed, you don't generally see what they're doing. Very few people are like, I want to go check out that business's page on yeah, Facebook. Right. So you're never seeing the review. Unless you're specifically doing more in-depth research on someone. What about Google reviews? I think it's good to have a few of them because it's, it'll help you rank higher. 
Uh, and it'll like, if it's, you know, you and there's five other agents you're up against in the SEO and yours has reviews, it will help. But at least in most markets, you know, at max people have four or five in Canada that I've seen. <laughs> so you well, have 10 and you're good. Yeah. It's just not a big, like there's definitely some validity too. So like I was mentioning kind of before we talked a bit about, it's great to have reviews for like landing pages because it adds social proof and proves someone's work with you. So we normally collect reviews fairly regularly, but we're using it in our marketing strategically as opposed to just like, let's go on Google and amass as many as we can. Let's go on Facebook and amass as many as we can. And like Facebook, you can just turn off reviews even if you get start getting bad ones. Like I've seen that happen where people get flooded with bad ones because they did something stupid. And then so, you know, someone calls them out and everyone gets angry and and they just turn off reviews. <laughs> it's pretty, and that doesn't now affect their business anymore in Canada, at least because again, reviews aren't a huge thing here. People aren't used to looking for real estate agent reviews online. Mm. Well, I guess there's some that would say that uh, because the MLS is agent owned, yeah, whatever that means. Like what I mean, it just means that they have a say in it, right? I mean, yeah. So like our Canadian Real Estate Association runs and manages the site, which is obviously paid for by the dues of the agents. So we have all like a vote on what happens with it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, if Yelp is there, then that camel has its nose and body in the tent because Yelp is definitely doing real estate reviews here in the, in the yeah. dates. And so, and they do that here. So like when I was an agent, I was the number one in my area on Yelp. Like if you went on Siri and asked who's the best real estate agent in Aurora, it was my name that always came up. I never got a single inquiry off that. Like I was the top Yelp agent in my area well, for a couple then, of years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now it might, it might be different. And, yeah. and, and here's the thing. I mean, I, it, you know, it does make sense. Like you said, that if you have a whole bunch, if you get a couple bad ones, it doesn't, it's not yeah. a big deal. Cause you're still at four points. It's like that with my book. You know, I have so many yeah. reviews and when someone goes, this book is a disaster. It's a piece of crap, uh, which happens, you know, everybody yeah. gets those that, and uh, this podcast here too, you know, I get some funny ones that uh, just like, what, <laughs> you know, one star review, the guy, this guy, I had a girl the other day say this, this interviewer needs to go. Yeah. And you can yeah. get <laughs> bad <laughs> reviews also add legitimacy to your good ones because, and that's the other thing I think what's happening with reviews is everybody knows you can go online and just buy as many good reviews as you want. Like if you go to like Fiverr, you can even get video testimonials from people talking about how great you are. They've never met you in their life. <laughs> like, I did a video, like I actually have a video one time. I did a, spe a six city tour for a speaking gig and I made a video testimonial at the end of like five people talking about how this is the greatest talk they've ever seen. I, you know, I follow Andrew all over the world and it's like the most ridiculous glowing reviews. And then at the bottom, there's a little ticker being like, okay, I definitely paid for this just a little okay they were only five dollars to do this and it's like the entire time they're talking there's a little ticker going underneath kind of like making fun of the fact that i just paid them to say all this and it's super easy to do and like same like amazon like half the products out there those are paid reviews yeah that's crazy so, yeah I, there was a podcast that came out recently that i don't remember what it's called but it was like in the top 10 in itunes and i, I was like damn i never heard of this and uh, I started reading the reviews and people started going in there and go, this is a Fugosi, you know, this is fake. This is all these reviews are paid for. This is the worst podcast ever. And I was like, yeah. wow, yeah, I guess it was because I started reading them and they were all like cryptic reviews, like the misspellings, bad punctuation and things like that. I'm like, clearly this guy's 
paying somebody in other countries a dollar each to yeah oh it's incredible it's incredibly cheap to pay for reviews, which is part of the reason people don't trust them as much, which is why if you have a perfect five-star rating and you only have 20 people, that could just be your friends and family. Like, and if you go to some of the real estate groups on Facebook, you will see someone post their Facebook page in a group of agents being, hey, can you all do me a favor and rate me five stars? Oh God, yeah, I get that all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Now you got, you know, your Facebook page is rated five stars out of five by 20, 30 people. It's all agents or your friends and family. Well, that means nothing. And people know that. That's why I think like if you have 800 views and you have like a 4.5, that means way more than 30 at five stars. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Well, listen, Andrew, this has been really cool. As you guys know, we have a toolbox. And in that toolbox, we have our guests uh, put gold necklaces and silver earrings and bars of copper or whatever <laughs> loss here. So anyways, we haven't put things in that toolbox and Andrew's going to put a free checklist of uh, things you need to do in, in creating your own Facebook ad on your own. He's going to put that official document in this toolbox. You can get the document straight if you just go to hybendigital.com backslash, what do you want to say? Andrew F2. How about that? Andrew that works. F2. And the, the number two, Andrew F2, uh, you can get it direct. I'm going to put all of Andrew's information on there, his company's information on there if you want to reach out to them. And that'll be it. Andrew, listen, I, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day and talking about all things real estate and technology and, and uh, tapping into some new and exciting things and not just talking about old cliches. So I really appreciate that. No problem. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.